Welcome back into My Guys in the Desert. Daniel Alvari here at the VEASAN studio inside the South Point Sportsbook with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. You may have heard us talk about this in the last hour, especially at the top of the last hour. Reportedly, the Jaguars are planning to sign Tim Tebow as a tight end. You may remember him as a former NFL quarterback, uh, also a Heisman winner. But now maybe he's going to be reunited with Urban Meyer on the Jaguars. And you can already bet on some of his props if he does make the roster on DraftKings right now there's been a lot of movement on these already since the start of the show so Mm. the two things you can bet on for him his receiving yards and his receiving touchdowns first of all what do you think this receiving yards prop is set at if you had to take a guess for the season yes uh 225 i went higher i told you i I said over before the show and he did it's actually at 12 and a half yards 12 and a half yards minus 112 on both sides do you like the over or under there well, uh, <laughs> I want to take the under. Take the under. Under? Uh, no, no. I, I would take over 12 and a half. Let's say if he makes the team, which I think there's a decent chance he might because Urban yeah. Meyer loves him. Yeah. Uh, like I said, he'd be used in some gimmick situations sure. where, Something. you know, he could, over the course of a 17-game season. 13 uh, yards? Yeah, I, I, I would take the over. I, I mean, that's all about right? him making the team. If he makes the team, he's yeah. going over that. There's no doubt about it. So, if uh, I guess you could bet on that. Yeah, still minus 112 on both sides. The other thing you can bet on, receiving touchdowns. Uh, that one set at a half. Over. A half. Half over. a touchdown? And it was before the show. So one five touchdown. To one. one touchdown and you win. It's got to be. It's got to be. No, it's not five to one anymore. It's not five to one anymore, but it's now four to one. So just a small drop there. Uh, the under before the show, just about an hour ago, was uh, minus 770. Now it's at minus 590. Hey, he has not played in the NFL for eight years, right? since yeah. 2012. So mm-hmm. he's probably a long shot to make the team. But if you think he's going to make the team, you're going to bet over. Right. You're going to bet over on both of those props. And I wouldn't be surprised if he makes it just because he's oh, yeah. Superman. He's Tim Tebow. He's Tim Tebow. Danielle. And once again, my favorite Tebow fact is that he has more career playoff wins as a quarterback than Matthew Stafford. Yes, I'm glad we reiterated that. That's the best stat of the day. Uh, What about the Jaguars in general? Taking a look at the AFC South odds here. uh, They're third right now in terms of the odds to win the AFC South. The Colts are the favorite here, minus 106. The Titans right behind them at plus 130. The Jaguars plus 750. And the Texans 22 to 1. It's nice we included them, huh? What are you expecting to see from this Jaguars team? Well, actually, I wouldn't be shocked if they were good enough to challenge for the division. Who knows what the Colts are going to bring this year with Carson Wentz. I would expect Carson Wentz is going to look much different. He's going to be much improved and the Colts deserve to be um, you know, I would say odds on division favorites or even money at worst. We have, we have been even. Yeah, even, even yeah. money. Right. I wouldn't be surprised they close as odds on favorites in the in the AFC South. I give them a slight edge over the Titans, but hey, the Jaguars can compete. They were 1-15. They were a laughing stock last year, Vinny, but this is going to be a different program now with mm-hmm. uh, Trevor Lawrence, a quarterback, and I would not rule out, I would, like you said, I would not write off the Jaguars' chances in that division. Hey, if if Carson Wentz goes down with an injury or something like that, why can't the Jaguars make a huge jump? you got Tim Tebow now. Come on. You can write off the Texans, that's for sure. What about the Titans? The Titans probably have a better – I think right now on paper they have the better – the quarterback uh, advantage with Tannehill. But don't forget, Eric Fisher signed – the uh, Colts signed Eric Fisher. Mm -hmm. They were addressing their offensive line issues. Um, So we've got the Colts at at even money, plus uh, 140. So seven to five on the Titans, but it's 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 those two at the top. But the Jaguars are going to make it for an interesting division. They're going to be very popular, sentimental choice, I think, this year. 
Are you expecting an, an, kind of an explosive or flashy season from Trevor Lawrence? Kind of what we saw from Joe Burrow at the beginning. Or are you expecting yeah. more of a Tua Tagovailoa no, situation? I'm expecting a big season from Trevor Lawrence. Mm. I think the Jaguars are going to light it up offensively. I wouldn't be surprised. If I were going to bet that, though, I'd need something around 15 to 1. Mm-hmm. I think the, the best you can find in the market might be 12 to 1. We have that graphic up right there from BetMGM. Mm-hmm. Give me something around 15 to 1. I would think about playing the Jaguars. Because, uh, again, like I said, an injury to Carson Wentz or sure. Ryan Tannehill, who knows? So mm-hmm. Last year, the Washington football team was 25 to 1 odds to win the NFC East. Oh, and look yeah. what happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Something you can also bet on prop wise Trevor Lawrence's passing yards already up on DraftKings, too. We looked at this last week. 41.50 and a half is mm. the number. Remember, extra game. But what do you yeah. think? Too high, too low? Uh, that's that's a pretty high total. To get over. High. I would lean under. On that. Yeah, yeah, who's he passing to? All right, well, we have a lot more coming up this hour. Uh, MLB, NBA, you name it. We'll talk about it right here. Stick with us on My Guys in the Desert. Welcome back into the OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. This is My Guys in the Desert. I'm Danielle Avari here with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. And coming up this hour, Chuck Esposito. All right. It's always great to have Chuck on. Chicago yes. Bears superfan, Sunset Station Sportsbook Director. Chuck, did you enjoy the NFL draft? I know you're one of the biggest draft fans I know. I did, Matt. It was uh, kind of surprising they were able to trade up the Bears and, and get Justin Fields, but uh, I did enjoy it. I, I thought it was pretty entertaining overall. He's the commissioner. You know, he has his own draft uh, every year, Chuck. <laughs> Do you know that? Our, our own mock, right? That's right. Uh, it was fun. I was watching it with uh, Jason McCormick and Bert Serencione and Jason Simba. We were all watching it together and with all the props on the board kind of talking about that as well, but uh, real interested by some of those trades and uh, – uh, have the rookie of the year up right now, and it's uh, it's already drawing some pretty good interest with the two uh, two quarterbacks at the top, Lawrence and Fields, and then uh, Najee Harris and uh, and Pitts have been the the two guys that have really gotten some play so far. Well, who would you bet on for rookie of the year, Chuck? Oh, come on, that's easy, boys. Justin Fields. Justin Fields, what a shock! <laughs> He's got the Bears favored to win a division. <laughs> no, I, I really think um, I, I like Pitts. Um, and I like uh, Williams, the running back from Denver. I think as a, as a value pick, um, depending on what happens, you know, he might be have a certain number twelve behind center there. Um, but uh, but I think Williams is kind of a value pick for me. But I do like Pitts in Atlanta with that situation with Ryan and and Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones as well on offense. Yeah, yeah I'm not sure uh, Justin Fields is going to beat out the Red Rifle in Week One. I see this debate <laughs> on NFL Network every day. Who should start for the Bears in Week One? Uh, you're paying Andy Dalton ten million this season. Mm-hmm. I think to tutor Justin Fields, you don't have to start him right away. Right. And again, we'll go back to, you know, Patrick. It's about $10 million less than they paid a Mike Glennon. <laughs> so. Yeah, I think Glennon was getting, what, 17 or $18 million? That was a ridiculous wow. contract. But And Drew Bisky started, I think, week four that year. But uh, uh, I'm not used to The only person I ever hear calling the Red Rifle is uh, Booger McFarlane a lot on, uh, on on Monday Night Football. So I'm glad you kept that tradition going, Matt. Yeah, we get it. You get a lot of Red Rifle here at Visa. <laughs> don't you worry about that, Chuck. Yep. Well, plenty of it. Yeah, well, here's the thing. Patrick Mahomes sat a year, and some people would argue, oh, the Chiefs should have played him a year sooner. 
Well, hey, Aaron Rodgers sat for three years behind Brett Favre. Yeah. You know, it's, it's okay to let a rookie quarterback sit for a while, yeah. learn mm-hmm. the game behind a veteran. And I don't think the Bears need to rush Justin Fields onto the field. But either way, Chuck, it looks like the Bears might have a better quarterback than the Packers in 2021. How do you feel about the Aaron Rodgers situation in terms of how do you think this is going to play out in Green Bay? I mean, I might be in the minority, Matt, but I really don't think he plays for the Packers again. I think it's kind of gotten to the point now where they, they need to deal him. Uh, you know, you drafted Justin Love to be the heir apparent. They've, they've offered him a new contract. They drafted Rodgers, Mario Rodgers, at wide receiver. This is a team that's been in the championship game the last two years. And, uh, you know, I, I know that he's hurt that they drafted Love. Who cares? Just beat him out. Just go ahead and play and keep him on the bench for the next two or three or four years until you're ready to retire. Um, I think he gets moved and still think Denver's the logical choice because of what they have on offense with, with Judy and Hamler and, and Fant and, and Cortland Sutton and Williams and Gordon in the backfield and a much better defense. I think the interesting piece, if he goes to the AFC, he's playing in the same conference with Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, and Josh Allen. I think his best chance to win, though, is in Green Bay. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I think uh, Rodgers is going to be on the move and uh, the Broncos will be my landing spot. Vinny, like Chuck just said, that puts mm-hmm. him in the same division with uh, Patrick Mahomes, Justin Herbert, and the Las Vegas Raiders. How are you handling here at the South Point? And Chuck, then you answer how you're handling at the station casinos. Uh, Vinny, the division odds and win totals mm-hmm. uh, when you have a situ- situation like this with uh, Aaron Rodgers. So there's a few things, right? I mean, when you look at the AFC West, already it's very competitive. Right? I mean, you got the Chiefs favored at uh, minus 220. Uh, the uh, the Chargers, who had, a, I thought, a terrific draft uh, at plus four and a quarter, but keeping the Broncos low uh, right behind them at six to one, and then the Raiders at 15. I think whether he goes to this division or not, I think it's conceivable that three of these teams, especially given 17 games this year, mm-hmm. could make the playoffs. We saw three teams out of the AFC North make the postseason last year. It would not shock me if three teams came out of the AFC West this year. So a little bit conservative in terms of about the NFC pricing. North. Uh, the NFC North, the Packers are still the favorite. He's there, so minus one fifty, seven to two, three, so plus three fifty on the Vikings. Chuck's Bears at four to one right there, and then the Lions at fifteen. Chuck, is there value there on the Vikings at plus three fifty or the Bears if you think Aaron Rodgers is not going to be in Green Bay? I think so. I absolutely think so. I mean, we don't know exactly what they have in, in Jordan Love. I know that you know he had he had the big year uh, his last year in school, but yeah, I think you have to look at that that division, and it becomes much more wide open. I, I disagree a little bit with Vinny. I, I don't think uh, if if it's not Rodgers in Denver, I don't think they're in the same kind of category with uh, with the Chargers and uh, and the Chiefs right now. I think they need to solidify the QB position. Drew Locke or Teddy Bridgewater, I don't think is the answer, but I do think it changes dramatically. I mean. Sometimes we're moving things on, on rumors and we're in an information era. So we did drop the Broncos just thinking about the potential landing spot for, um, for Aaron Rodgers. We saw some play on it from the guests who were guessing the same thing and thinking at a price of 50 or 60 to 1 industry-wide just created too much value with the potential of Aaron Rodgers being there. And as Vinny said, he thinks they can make the playoffs even without him. So uh, I think in that case, there was a lot of value on Denver over the last week or so. I said three of four teams. Don't discount the Raiders if he doesn't come to. to uh... Brent Musburger likes the Las Vegas Raiders' chances. Yeah, that's that's the division. Yeah. The division is is very good. Think about Rodgers. We know, and Chuck knows this uh, mm-hmm. all too well. Look, it, he's meant the most to the point <laughs> spread 
the last seven years, um, as much as nine points in a, in a given game. So his his if he moves, it's going to have a tremendous impact. Regular season wins you asked about, Matt. Season uh, uh, The official schedule comes out on Wednesday. Uh, I want to see what that looks like in terms of uh, sequence of games. We already know the home uh, the home games and the opponents, uh, but just to fine tune uh, a half game here or there, maybe even a full game uh, or juice at the very least, waiting for that. But uh, the numbers are just about ready to be played. So obviously, at some spots, NFL season win totals are up. Not yet at the South Point. No. Chris Andrews says he's going to yep. wait for the schedule. Are those going to be up on Thursday? You're like Gil, you, know, you, got, you. You guys want an exact day and time? How about yeah? We'll put them. They'll be up by the weekend. How's that? <laughs> All right. Thursdays by the week. Let's talk Isn't hockey. It? Let's talk hockey. Golden opportunity tonight for the Vegas Golden Knights on the Las Vegas Strip. Chuck Esposito. The Golden Knights are tied with the Carolina Hurricanes for most points. That's 80 in the NHL as the two fight for the President's Trophy. The league's overall number one seed will have home ice advantage throughout the playoffs. Vegas faces the Colorado Avalanche today in a matchup of the West Division's top two teams. With the division title still up for grabs, the Knights, who hold the tiebreaker over the Hurricanes for the best record, can clinch the West and the President's Trophy with a win over Colorado. Vinny, what's the number on tonight's game? Colorado at Vegas. Now again, this uh, would probably open everywhere else uh, with the Avalanche as a favor. We use Pick'em. It's now up to the Avalanche, $1.20. The total in the game sitting at six under. And uh, right now, the Golden Knights hold the uh, season lead at four games to three. They've been in uh, these been pretty good games all season long, Chuck. I think a lot's going to depend on if this number moving as to who's going to be in goal tonight for the Golden Knights. Yeah, I think it's such a great game. I mean, Vegas does have a game in hand against Carolina, um, and you're right. It gives them the opportunity to potentially win the President's Trophy and, and be number one. I've been saying it all all year, guys, that I think it's paramount for Vegas to finish number one in the West. We know they've had some struggles with Minnesota um, since they came into the league. This year they really struggled with them. I think if you get Colorado and Minnesota to have to play in that first-round series, it's much more advantageous to Vegas to play St. Louis and let those two teams potentially beat each other up and go seven games. But, uh, you know, we, we've seen some good action on tonight's game. There's there's so many different things on the board to bet it. It's its own wagering event. Huge Knights fan, guys, but as Vinny well knows, from our side of the counter, we're usually rooting for him not to cover the puck line. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, it looks like it's Robin Leonard in goal tonight, right, Chuck? Is that what you see? I believe so, man. Yeah. I think that's what I what I heard earlier that it is going to be Robin Leonard. I mean, he's such a big game, and you look at the way Flurry's played over the last eight games. It's uh, it's not to ha- it's hard not to have him between the pipes, but that's the huge advantage they have going into the postseason that they have both those guys. And I think they both will play. I don't think it's going to be one guy playing eighty percent of the time. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see more of a kind of a fifty fifty split between these two guys in the postseason. Chuck, is it clear cut in your mind at this point that uh, Vegas's best goal? is Marc-Andre Fleury? To me, it is. To me, it is, Matt. I think that the team is so confident with him out there. I think they want to see him get a ring, um, you know, win the cup with between the pipes. Uh, I think both goalies are really, really good. We know Leonard's been out somewhat this year, and Fleury has just logged a lot of games, looked phenomenal. He's got the five shutouts. I think Marc-Andre Fleury right now is their best goalie. I agree with Chuck. There's no question he's been playing much better. His decision-making, his reaction, uh, reaction time has been much quicker than Leonard. Leonard will be the first one to tell you that, too. Uh, and I, I think, by the way, a couple of things about tonight's game as well. It looks like Nathan McKinnon, the center uh, for the Avalanche, is going to be a go tonight. Uh, no Tomas Nosek for the Golden Knights, and uh, certainly Reeves 
Uh, Ryan Reeves remains out. He is skating, but not uh, not uh, in the lineup tonight. And Max Pacioretty is uh, questionable or to doubtful tonight for the uh, Golden McKinnon Knights. McKinnon really is uh, the key, the yeah. key piece, though, Vinny. I think, you yeah. know, when you talk about guys who are McDavid, mm-hmm. um, Austin Matthews, and McKinnon's in that very, very short list of, you know, t- come some of the top two or three players in the entire league, especially with his speed. Yep. Chuck, do you still see a lot of uh... – I'll say an avalanche of local action on the uh, Golden Knights oh, every night. He didn't go there, did he? I like that. Huh? Uh, we do, and, and as I said, guys, I mean, we, you know, huge Knight fan. If they can win by by one goal, it's much more ideal for us, especially if the game stays under. Knights over and covering the puck line, especially those those empty empty netters late, uh, usually gets the the room pretty loud when that happens. <laughs> well, how important is it, Chuck? Do you think for the Golden Knights to get that number one seed? I think it's important, Matt. Um, you know, we, we saw Chicago struggle in that against Nashville a few years ago, Tampa against Columbus. But I just think that, you know, with more fans coming into T-Mobile now, and it is a tough place for, for teams to play, uh, I think you want to be number one. You want to have that opportunity to be the number one seed. And, and after the, the first divisional rounds, they're going to reseed based on what you did during the regular season. So, you, of course, with as tough as T-Mobile is and as good as we've been at home, you, you want to be the number one seed. I think, Matt, you know, we've seen where other teams uh, have emulated and tried to get a handle as to what the Golden Knights experience is. And, uh, you know, I'd say that the home ice advantage in hockey of the four major sports probably means the least. I'd say that, you know, and baseball. Uh, but, but again, in recent years, you've seen where teams on the road, sometimes they play better on the road. So, but I think if you're, if you're, you know, a Knights fan, if you're on the team, you want to be sleeping in your own bed. You want to do less traveling, especially in this, uh, in this COVID era too. So I'd say it would be a big advantage uh, to have the home ice. Yeah, I totally agree with you, Vinny. I think in hockey more than anything yeah. else, and we've seen some of these first-round yeah. uh, matchups where where the the, the higher seed wins. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's just that any time a goalie can stand on their head and steal a series, yep. uh, that's why you see much more parity in the NHL than you do mm-hmm. in the NBA. But uh, you still want to be at home if yeah. you can throughout the playoffs. Mm-hmm. All right, it's good that uh, Chuck and Vinny have agreed on a couple of points there after that bitter disagreement <laughs> they had on the Denver Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, guys are back okay. on the same page. Chuck, any other, right. uh, any other games on the hockey board jump off to you, uh, jump out to you tonight as uh, important? I guess it would be Carolina. You know, yeah. they're, they're, they're on the road against Nashville, um, who's a playoff team. And, and I think just being able to, you know, to, to put some heat on, on Vegas. They play the game earlier, that, uh, earlier tonight. It's a 5 o'clock our time start. So I, I think that game kind of sticks out to me a little bit to see uh, how Carolina plays in that game and, and then going into the Vegas game tonight. But, but the really, really good doubleheader tonight between those two games. Yeah, the, uh, the Hurricanes, Matt, uh, actually – uh, they they got beat. Predators beat them uh, the uh, the other on Saturday three to one. This could be a first round matchup for, mm-hmm. in the playoffs. Yeah, absolutely division. could be. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Benny, what's your current number? Minus one thirty five on Carolina tonight. Carolina, Matt. We've got uh, one thirty five and the total on that game five and a half flat. Mm-hmm. Chuck, uh, wrap it up with this. Uh, I stopped by your Kentucky Derby seminar a couple of weeks ago. You had Hank Goldberg out there, the Hammer, and uh, Brian Blessing, great panel talking about the Derby. What's your reaction to the Bob Baffert news? Uh, with the Derby winner uh, coming up with a positive drug test. Do you think it's a black eye for horse racing right now, or do you say let's hold on and wait and see how uh, the second test plays out? 
Well, I, I, I want to see the second test, how it plays out, mm-hmm. but it definitely is a black eye. I mean, we, we get the sport to come back on the first Saturday in May, and just based on the crowds and the atmosphere and, 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 and just the way the room is itself for a big event like that, it was phenomenal. So, you know, unfortunately, it is somewhat of a black eye. You've got a, a, a trainer who is kind of disputing what was given to the horse right now. Um, a lot of guest questions have come up. Uh, so it, it's not a good thing. Uh, you know, you don't know if he's going to run in the Preakness now, um, which would have been, you know, a big part if he runs in the second leg and he happens to win it it gives you a chance for the triple crown which which really makes that that saturday in june a, a big event so um you know unfortunately I, I think it is a bit of a black eye guys in my opinion unfortunate man and it's you know his explanation today didn't i don't think it helped anything uh, to be to be honest with you and by the way you're supposed to have two horses uh, going in pimlico not only medina spirit uh, but also concert tour a uh, longer shot with uh, mike smith on board is bob baffert the bill belichick of horse racing <laughs> Belichick. Oh, wow. Yeah, hey, uh, Chuck, he said uh, one of the groomers in the stall urinated on the hay. He was drinking some uh, NyQuil, and the, and the horse ate the hay. Are you going to buy that? I don't think so, guys. Yeah. I got a bridge. You, got, you interested in me? You want a bridge? I got a, I got a, I got a good price, I guess. Dog ate my homework. Yep. There you yeah. go. <laughs> yeah. anyway, that uh, I, I might buy, but, you know, that's fun. <laughs> Chuck, well, we'll probably see you out at Sunset, Sta- Sunset Station this weekend. Thanks a lot, man. Appreciate the time. All right, guys. Thanks for having me on. See you, Chuck. Take care, Red Rock is another great sports book yeah. that uh, Chuck frequents. Uh, that's where he's at today, actually. Uh, Vinny, I would tell you what's up next here on the show, but the dog ate my script. Really? All right, well, it could have been worse. Uh, Bob Baffert's situation was uh, I'll tell you what. I listened to those uh, Baffert stories this morning. Bizarre, yeah. very bizarre. Just I, not used to no, seeing Bob I, Baffert come up with stuff. Like it was that. he would have been better off just taking a pass. I think we're going to do some NBA. Man. A superstar is leaving ESPN, and we're going to talk NBA betting next. Days for your winnings, cash out instantly with BetRivers feature Rush Pay. Get your cash when you want it at BetRivers Sportsbook, the industry leader with exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the most in-play betting options out there. As always, you get a $250 match bonus, the fastest payouts, and only one-time playthrough at BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook. Offer valid in Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania. Available at PlaySugarHouse.com in New Jersey. Must be 21 or older. Gambling problem in Illinois, New Jersey, and Pennsylvania. Call 1-800-GAMBLER in Indiana, 1-800-9-WITH-IT. In Colorado, 1-800-522-4700. In Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. In Virginia, 1-888-532-3500. And not valid in Iowa. You can't call in Iowa. This is My Guys in the Desert. Let's get back to Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. All right, Vinny, last night on uh, ESPN Sports Center, I watched Kenny Mayne interviewing Bob Baffert about mm-hmm. the uh, Kentucky Fried Controversy at Churchill Downs. Yes. Uh, Kenny Mayne announced on Twitter two hours ago, quote, I am leaving ESPN, salary cap casualty. 
he is gone. So uh, wow. a stunner there to see Kenny Main, former UNLV backup quarterback behind Randall Cunningham, leaving ESPN yep. after a, a long, successful run. Played here at UNLV, as you mentioned, Matt. Loves Vegas. Uh, loves the ponies. Uh, always uh, making references to uh, to uh, the number and things like that, even before uh, it became vogue, right, or legal, I should say, in mm-hmm. other uh, – uh, in other jurisdictions and on a TV. Always like uh, listening to Kenny Mayne. Uh, he's a good dude. Great sense of humor. All right. Oh, Sham Serenia, who covers the NBA for the Athletic and Stadium, reported this minutes ago. The Celtics have reported all-star Jalen Brown has been diagnosed with a torn ligament in his left wrist and is Ooh. out for the season. So a big blow to the Boston wow. Celtics heading into the playoffs and the uh, – Celtics needed uh, every mm-hmm. available gun because uh, they've been a big disappointment in the Eastern Conference, and they're not going to go far in the playoffs, you would think, without Jalen Brown. No, that's a that's a big loss, Matt. I mean, you know, we had seventy five already going in. They get, we have to raise that now. I mm-hmm. mean, they're, that's uh, that's a, that's a big blow for them. They just had a sink. Especially the way some of the you know the, all season the, the way the Knicks are playing they've had a rotating right? cast yeah. on the floor. This, yeah. the, the, it's, it's been an out of sync season for yeah. the Celtics. Bradley Beal's out for the next two games for the Wizards. We mm-hmm. talked about that in the first hour. Wizards eight point dogs at Atlanta tonight. Yes. One three games we didn't get to the Bucks on the road laying points against the Spurs in San Antonio. And uh, Vinny, what do you have? I haven't seen much movement no. in the side or the total. In this Milwaukee San Antonio game, no, Matt. Uh, this game is holding steady at seven uh, right now with the Bucks as favorites uh, on the road here. Uh, five straight wins for them, three covers. They're only three covers for the Spurs in their last seven games. They only won one game, so they, it, one of the streakier teams in the in the league this year have been the Spurs, Matt. But they've also had to battle uh, injuries as well. Uh, Two thirty-three and a half, so not a lot of moving on either the side uh, as the Bucks as seven-point favorites or the total. At 233 and a half. All right, the game of the night in the association, the uh, Jazz at the Warriors in downtown San Francisco. Stephen Curry is going to be the NBA scoring mm-hmm. champion, uh, averaging 31 9 a game. Bradley Beal at 31 and a half. But Curry tonight uh, takes on the Jazz, who hold a two game lead over the Suns yep. with four to play. Mm-hmm. And uh, the Clippers. Lakers going to be interested in uh, how this uh, turns out in the Western Conference for uh, the playoff seeding purposes. But the Suns clinch a top-two seed in the West with one more win and one more Clippers loss. The Suns play the Blazers, Warriors, and Spurs twice in the final – Spurs twice in the final four games. Mm-hmm. Uh, so tonight in uh, San Francisco, what do we have for Jazz and Warriors? And the uh, the Warriors are catching two at home. Matt, they, uh, they did uh, – uh, open up as three-point dogs. Jazz went from three down to two and a half and two now. So Warriors getting the betting attention here. Uh, they'll be without Kelly Oubre uh, uh, still. Uh, and, but the Jazz are going to be still without uh, Conley and Mitchell. So, uh, but uh, and Warriors, Matt, four of, uh, four of the last five, not only straight up, uh, but to the number as well. A couple of games above 500. And uh, the total on this one, two. 25 and a half down a point, but uh, this will this will be a, this will be an entertaining game. You got to give the Warriors credit for the way they battled, or you're particularly Steph Curry. Yeah, Warriors at 35 and 33 currently in the eighth spot in the West. The seven, eight, nine, and ten mm-hmm. teams in the West in that play-in tournament: Lakers, Warriors, Grizzlies, and Spurs. With the Pelicans a game and a half back, and the Pelicans not going to make it. The last game tonight to talk about. 
Portland Trailblazers in that sixth spot in the West. They need a win. They'll probably get one tonight. Big favorites, biggest favorite on the board, Rockets at Blazers. 14, Matt, down from 15. This uh, total sitting at 238. That's where it opened. And uh, this is an important game for the Blazers because after this they close out uh, with the Jazz and Suns on the road and then Denver at home. All right, a uh, golf superstar has dropped out of the Byron Nelson. We'll tell you who that is next and talk a little bit more about Aaron Rodgers. And if you missed any of our show today or any of the VEASAN broadcasts, be sure to check out our free VEASAN podcast. You can catch up on Follow the Money with Mitch and Polly, a numbers game, or the Lombardi line on the daily VEASAN Best Bets podcast. Also, check in with Gil Alexander's Beating the Book pod, Josh Applebaum's Market Insights, and get PGA Tour betting previews on long shots, the Ron Flatter Racing pod, and the NBA scoop with JVT on hardwood handicappers. Whatever you're betting on, we have a pod for it. Find them all for free at VEASAN.com slash podcast that's vcin.com slash podcast this is my guys in the desert here are matt humans and Vinny mayulo all right Vinny. so rory mcelroy was the winner at the uh, wells fargo championship over the weekend quail hollow charlotte north carolina dustin johnson has dropped out of the uh, byron yeah. nelson this week in texas so uh, dj no dj and how will that impact the odds you think not having dj near the top of the board this week in texas well, I mean, he was a little yeah, less value on the other guys at the top. Well, you, you're going to obviously he gets eliminated and then Rory's price will come down simply, be, you know, because of DJ being out and the fact that he won this week, too. Right. So um, the ripple effect is Rory is DJ, now the favorite yeah, it'd be in the, the favorite, uh, PGA right. at Keogh yeah. Island in uh, South yeah. Carolina in two weeks. All right. Well, DJ, we had uh, we had DJ as the uh, at the fa- as the favorite there at 12. Didn't have Rory too far behind. Went 18, but uh, he'll probably be the favorite, man. Yeah, I can. Well, see anyway, it. DJ's off the board this week. So if you're thinking of playing playing uh, DJ in Texas, do not, and uh, look elsewhere. Anyway, that news just reported by ESPN a few minutes ago. Uh, right. Aaron Rodgers. If uh, you're not watching our show, you have to go to vcin.com to watch the replay tonight, or uh, you have to see this graphic on Mr. Rogers' new neighborhood. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers in a red sweater. (laughs) How can you describe that, Vinny? He's dressed up in Mr. Rogers' uh, outfit. Uh, That's that's just disturbing. Mustache, the sweater, the tie. That's classic. That's one of the better graphics. I'm trying to to determine, Matt. Is that downtown uh, Green Bay or downtown Denver uh, that he's overlooking there? Is that... uh, it looks wow. like Mayberry. <laughs> uh, so it's probably more like Green Bay. Yeah. Right. All right. Well, that's he's still there. And uh you know Matt, one of the uh, one of the questions that uh, we get asked too is uh, Michelle did a great job she on that did. graphic. We What's, just have to keep uh, that up on the screen the whole segment because it's I don't know if I can so look good. at it the whole segment, but the uh, one of the things we get asked is, what's it going to mean to the regular season wins, right? Uh if he means as many as 9 points to a, a particular game, 
what's uh, what's it going to mean uh, to the regular season wins? Yeah, there's well, a depends. lot of stuff to talk about. There, it, yeah. it depends on if he if he does get traded to to who and what do the uh, what do the Packers get back? Right? <laughs> I mean, it, it impacts the Packers number, the uh-huh. NFC North. Uh, the rest of the teams in the NFC North. It impacts so of... many win totals oh, around right. the league. Yeah. And one of the marquee games on the schedule was going to be Packers at Chiefs. So yeah. it's a 17-game schedule. Mm-hmm. The AFC teams get the extra home game. Right. And uh, Packers are going to play at the Chiefs in uh, the added game. This was reported by Pro Football Talk. And there's the graphic again. One of the best graphics I've seen of these in <laughs> Mr. Rogers' new neighborhood. Hey, during the NFL draft, the league ran a commercial for the May 12th schedule release. It's going to be Wednesday. Wednesday. The spot hyped Rogers versus Mahomes is one of the games to be played in the first ever 17 game season. Well, now with the schedule release mm-hmm. uh, a couple of days away, there's a new version of the commercial, and Rogers versus Mahomes is history. It's gone, wiped out, Vinny. The league now not sure if Rodgers is going to be with the Packers, so not going to promote the Packers-Chiefs game anymore for the scheduled release show on Wednesday afternoon. By the way, we hope to have Brent Musburger on the show Thursday to break down the key points in the schedule in the Las Vegas Raiders and how things uh, mm-hmm. turn out for the Raiders in the scheduling sequence. But anyway, that's going to be Wednesday in the scheduled release. A lot of There's a ripple effect here as odds makers and handicappers. Sure. Yeah, and you just alluded to it. If... Michael Lombardi said over the weekend, uh, last week, we talked about this on the Follow the Money show in the morning, too. Without Rodgers and with Jordan Love as a quarterback, he said the Packers are a five-win team. Packers' win total at opened at DraftKings at 10.5, at Caesars' William Hill at 11, with Aaron Rodgers a quarterback, okay? So if it's not Rodgers and it's Jordan Love, where do you put the Packers' win total? I would say JVT talked me into 6.5. I was thinking 7 uh, he talked me into six and a half. When you look at the Packers' schedule, I think six and a half might be the right number. It's not an easy schedule outside no. the NFC North, where the Packers are going to get some wins inside the division against the Bears, Lions, or Vikings. But the home games outside the division: Rams, Seahawks, wow. Browns, Browns, Steelers, and Washington. The road games: Cardinals, 49ers, Ravens, Bengals, Saints, and Chiefs. Wow, that's a first place schedule. So where do you put the Packers' win total? Can you even put it up right now? I'm you not can't, knowing Roger's status. You, yeah, Some you, books are, have left it up on the board. I would uh, say bet the Packers under with both fists. I don't think he's going to be playing for the Packers. If you don't think he's going to play, it, it depends. on. And then where does he go? What do you do with the rest of the division? Right. That's just like what, what we're talking about. So and it again, impacts every other team on that schedule. And, right? and that's why we were, you know, we were talking about it in the previous segment about, well, okay, so the schedule comes out, are you going to put them up on Thursday? Well, you, you still want to get a better idea of what, what is going to happen. This is, again, the greatest illustration – this is the guy that's meant the most to the point spread yeah. of anybody else in the league for the past five to seven years. The ripple effect now in terms of regular season wins. Just look at the Bears, okay? His quote and his success, he backed it up. I love to play against the Bears. Well, no no kidding. <laughs> right? Because you loses. kill them every yeah, time, right? right. So, so now you, you've got who becomes the division favorite? Probably the Vikings, right? Obviously the Vikings. And then the Bears become the second choice if he's gone. But, again, who is under center? Is it Jordan Love? We don't know yet. If it's the Bron- you, who who makes the trade if there is a trade? And you may you may get a very a very good quarterback, Mac. Because the the assets that the Packers are going to demand 
are not only going to be for the future, but they're going to be for now as well. Yeah, I, I guess when you look at the win total, you'd say, do the Packers pick up a veteran quarterback? If they yeah. make a deal with Denver, do they get Teddy Bridgewater? Does that give them a better chance to win than uh, Jordan Love? Probably. Would you yeah, shade the Packers win total a little bit higher with Teddy B? Yeah, I think you would. Uh, Probably closer to eight. Yeah, I'm not sure I'd go that well, high, but you're yeah, right. Closer, yeah. closer to eight. Close, yeah, closer closer to, eight. to eight than, than six and a half, right? I'd probably still so. put it at seven and a half or something like All that. Right. But, yeah, that's a first-place schedule. Yeah. And that's a huge drop-off. I know Lombardi set a five-win team. I would say the Packers, the most optimistic you could be would be eight-win team if it's Teddy Bridgewater, at quarterback, right? Yeah, you go seven and a half over, eight, mm-hmm. eight under, something like that. Yeah, but again. But that, again, yeah, and you put up division odds here at the South Point. And, lower. Uh, with still low, right? Yeah, the I mean, Packers where? Minus 150. And the Vikings and Bears where? 3-1 to one and 4-1. to one. Plus 350 and plus 4-1. to one. There's some value on the Vikings there at plus 350. Yeah, there's a few tickets on them. What's the uh, Lions? Lions are Lions uh, odds. 15. Aaron Rodgers 21-5 and five in his career against the Bears. There you go. Quick break. Back Everybody in a couple minutes. To talk play. more baseball here on My Guys on the Desert. OddsTrader.com studio at the South Point Casino. Make sure you check out OddsTrader.com and download the free OddsTrader app right now so you can start winning with the up-to-the-second info you need. Now back to My Guys in the Desert with Matt Humans and Vinny Maiulo. All right, Danielle, great job steering the ship last week here on My Guys in the Desert while uh, JBT and I were hosting Follow the Money. Mitch and Paul were on vacation. It's Danielle, Wes, and uh, Vinny. That's right. The three amigos. She runs a fine Fine show. Let me just tell you this, man. You got a lot. Of, you're under a lot of pressure, buddy. I was afraid that she might be the full-time host of this show when I came back. It might happen <laughs> soon. You never know. <laughs> Only constant in radio. TV this is a good trio right here, though. About this, Kenny Maine out of ESPN. Very surprising. Yeah. Um, hey, it's going to be very difficult for the Mets to find somebody to fill the shoes of Jacob Degrom. He mm-hmm. left yesterday's game. Mets beat the D-backs four to two. Degrom leaves with a. A right side injury. Mm. So, I mean, that's good news in terms of it's not an arm injury, right? This from ESPN mm-hmm. Stats and Info. Entering yesterday's game, DeGrom had thrown 37 pitches over 100 miles per hour. The most by a starting pitcher in MLB this season. The next highest total by a starter, Angels Shohei Otani with eight. Wow. 37 by DeGrom. Uh, he throws five innings yesterday, allows one hit, three walks, strikes out six. In the 4-2 win, but he left after five. His ERA actually went up to 0.68. <laughs> you know, Matt, uh, the Mets, this is, this is you're right. I mean, it's a critical blow to the Mets. Uh, hopefully he's not going to be out too long because they're already down uh, Carrasco and Syndergaard, right? And uh, they're not, they're not going to be back anytime soon. Uh, maybe Carrasco probably before uh, before Syndergaard. If you got, uh, I was going to check on it. Syndergaard's timetable. I think was sometime in later June yeah, or maybe July. July, I think. Right. Uh, so, uh, and the Mets have you know they've righted things a bit. They've played a bit a, a little bit better lately. Of course, they uh, they got off to a slower start and had some games uh, canceled 
uh, particularly against Washington because of uh, COVID issues early on. But look, uh, they had they were they were struck. Here's the the Mets struggles. Their ability, their inability to hit with runners in scoring position, has been their Achilles so far mm-hmm. this year. But again, we figured this would be a very competitive division. It is. I mean, when you look about, and there's only four games separating uh, the Mets and the Nationals. Uh, four games separating them in the loss column right now. So uh, the division will remain competitive, uh, but you're seeing some injury uh, injuries to pitchers uh, for for teams. Again, you got uh, Strasburg right for for the Nationals and things like that. But this one uh, this one's going to be uh, uh, worthy uh, to follow for. Uh, for the uh, for the Mets with the ground. By the way, that that stat on his throwing how hard he throws. Um, the thing about it is his movement on the. You know, typically Matt, when you're if you like every every big leaguer can throw throw hard, right? It's it's and, but but pitchers hitters can hit, mm-hmm. but the way that his uh, his fastball moves is is what sets him apart. Mets and uh, Jacob DeGrom after yesterday's win, three games over 500, one game lead in the division over the Phillies and the mm-hmm. Braves last week. I said. Uh, Play the Braves at plus 180 to win that division. I, I still like the Braves mm-hmm. uh, the best. But the Mets are going to get a boost. It says Noah Syndergaard still on track for a June return. Sometime in June, All right. he had Tommy John surgery in March of 2020. Uh, who knows? You get uh, Syndergaard back in there. And, and if he gets cranked up to full strength by late in the summer mm-hmm. with uh, DeGrom, that's a, that's a great rotation. Carrasco is supposed to be back, I think, maybe next week okay. or very soon, it says. So depth uh, in the pitching, and it gives them options, obviously. With, uh, I still think it's going to be Mets and Braves battling for the top yeah. spot. Probably mm-hmm. the, the Phillies are uh, going to run third, do you think, in that race? I think the Phillies are, are good, too, though. Man. You know, man, I, I, love, I, love, uh, I love Girardi as a manager. Um, I mean, the, the key for the Phillies is going to be their, uh, their pitching. I think that's, uh, and we know they can hit the ball, but I think I think it's going to be their uh, uh, their pitching that's going to determine a lot of things uh, for them. What's more believable, Bob Baffert's story about the uh, the hay, oh man, and the horse? We get into that again, or Francisco Lindor's story about the rat and the raccoon. Did you hear that? Oh yeah, Jeff McNeil and Francisco Lindor the week scurrying scuffling. Around. It looked like they yeah. were scuffling in the uh, tunnel to the dugout, and they said no, they were chasing a rat, a New York rat or a raccoon. Oh, I can tell you right now that there's definitely right giant in Queens, rats. Yeah. monsters, tremendous. Yeah. They got saddlecloths on them over there. Are you kidding me? <laughs> tremendous. I can't remember which player it was said. They went out to the old weight room at Wrigley Field in the outfield, and it was so old and dingy out there that the rats were lifting weights. <laughs> No, I, I can so believe you something. You see that at City Field? I, so I, I, I'm sure that there's plenty of things scurrying around. Uh, Lindor's batting 194. Well, but that's 80, up. That's, that's up. up. After that's up, he went Matt. one for three yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, that's a, that's a big improvement over his, uh, over his first uh, couple of weeks. That's spirit, that young man, i got to tell you. That's, that's going to be a, a tight race to the finish. Mets, I think so. Braves, Phillies. In the National League East, that's one of the best races to watch in baseball. And the Marlins, Marlins have some some good young pitchers, Matt. Uh, and again, the Nationals, you got Scherzer and Strasburg. When Strasburg right. comes back, they're gonna. It, it from top to bottom, this is gonna be uh, a, a very competitive division. Yeah, there's no doubt. But the Mets figure uh, to be uh, to be in the mix. Uh, the Mets and the Braves at the top, but the Phillies will have something to say about it. Uh, and I think again, Matt, you know, we we talked quite a bit about the fact that. Last year's abbreviated season, uh, really, you, you, that's the Marlins got into the postseason last year, right? Uh, 
Uh, they got they got on a streak, uh, a couple of streaks, and it, and it carried them into the postseason. This uh, it it's going to take a while for us to really know what these teams are about. And uh, with 162 games, uh, the, the key is going to be what Matt? These guys all play each other 18, 19 times, and head to head is going to is going to be the uh, the telling. Uh, the telling uh, part of what uh, what happens in, in this and all the divisions across MLB. All right, really weak baseball card tonight, especially in the National League. One game underway, Reds and Pirates, mm-hmm. and that streak right now, Mitch Keller, a first-inning run in his starts 4-0 in the last four in jeopardy wow. because uh, we have a scoreless game, bottom of the first, between the Reds and Pirates in Pittsburgh. And Matt Neverd, our producer, said his best bet tonight, over 7.5 in that Reds-Pirates mm-hmm. game. Uh, but... They close, they close seven. Uh, they bet this game under, Matt, from uh, eight. Under money close. did show up here, right? Yeah, did uh, did show a, a seven and a half, and then uh, the Reds closed a uh, dollar fifty three. Inning is now over. Yeah. Scoreless yeah. inning there in Pittsburgh. Zero, zero. Ends. Streak ends. All right, Miami and Arizona. Uh, not much movement in this number tonight between the Marlins and D-backs and Phoenix. Luke Weaver, the starter. Looks like Jordan Holloway for the Marlins. Uh, Matt, we did get a little bit of more. They're moving the uh, moving to the Marlins here. Uh, I'm looking at this. Uh, the current price on the uh, D-backs right now is 15 cents here. So uh, uh, when you look, uh, it's down about 11 cents off of the opener. So move to the Marlins here. Eight and a half uh, on the opening total now sitting at nine. So they bet Marlins and over here. And then uh, the D-backs plus 160. Uh, on the run line, give up a run and a half, take back one sixty. We had a rain out in the, the mm-hmm. Rockies game in Denver. Padres Rockies mm-hmm. to Nelson Lamette, Antonio Sensatella. That's going to be postponed and uh, made up as a double header on Wednesday. Seven Martin. innings, yep. seven inning double headers, Matt. You like them? I don't mind them. Don't mm-hmm. mind them. Right. Don't mind the uh, the rule, the new rule with the runners starting on second either. Get those extra inning games over. I think it's been interesting. Moving along, yeah. Keep it moving. Now, it's dangerous if you bet the totals under. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you if you like to play totals under, you hate to see those games go to extra innings. You're seeing more uh, uh, action on sides and totals in first five innings. Because again, I think. I'll, but the the bullpens are a byproduct of that as well, right? The uh, uh, the fact that uh, bullpens have been so unreliable. Uh, so yeah, that's uh, not a so, new thing in yeah. baseball either. No, not at all. <clears throat> All right, how about Red Sox and Orioles? I think this is one of the more uh, intriguing mm-hmm. facts you're going to find about the early baseball season here, five, six weeks into it. So when the Red Sox were swept by the Orioles to open the season at Fenway Park, MLB.com power rankings put the Red Sox last in baseball, number 30th, number 30 on the opening power rankings after the first week of the season after getting swept. Right now, on the new MLB.com power rankings, Red Sox number one. Wow. 22 and 13. So from worst to first in about five or six weeks, the Red Sox. And they are in Baltimore again tonight. Mm-hmm. Martin Perez against Jorge Lopez. What do we have for a number in Boston? Going for a sweep here, Matt. Uh, looking to return the favor, right, uh, from that uh, opening weekend. And the Red Sox. Back and forth, Matt. Uh, this game's gotten two-way action. They opened $1.41, uh, got up to 44 down 38 now down to 33 So a little bit more uh, Orioles money coming in here in the last half hour. Red Sox still favorite on the road. Also on the run line, you can take uh, take the Red Sox if you think they can keep this streak going and cover the run line plus the dime. And uh, the total in this one, Matt, nine. Uh, they bet this game under. Were you a little surprised at that from nine and a half? I hadn't really thought about it. Okay. 
I did, I had to, did think about this. In the history of power rankings, Assume. unofficially, has a team ever gone from worst to first yeah. in the first six weeks of the baseball season? Yeah, I, I don't uh, quite have them uh, number one, but right. I, I got them in top five. But hey, listen, everybody's got their, their opinion, and uh, you got to respect the opinions out there. They, they certainly deserve consideration. Look at the best record in baseball. 22 and 13 after yeah. starting 0 and 4, mm-hmm. getting swept by Baltimore. So you have to respect yeah. what the Red Sox have done to this point. The Yankees still the odds on favorites to win the National, excuse me, American League East mm-hmm. at most books, almost yeah. all books. Angels and uh, Astros Junior Guerra looks like the pitcher now for the Angels against Luis Garcia. Yeah, Guerra against Garcia, Matt, and uh, right now the uh, the Angels. I'm sorry, the Astros. Dollar seventy eight. Uh, and uh, and climbing, they'll get the, they'll get the uh, betting attention here, and uh, the total on this one nine and a half. So uh, this one's holding pretty steady. All right, the last game on the rotation: Rangers and Giants in San Francisco. The Rangers are eighteen and eighteen. Very surprising that uh, they're actually that good. The record's that yeah. good. Got as high at this point in the season. Their yeah. opening day starter, Kyle Gibson, goes against Alex Wood, the lefty for the Giants. Vinny. Yep, dollar forty-three. Matt got as high as a dollar fifty. Find that buyback here. Two-way action. Rangers, Giants. Total in the game seven. All right. Thanks to Danielle Alvari, Disa, and Vinny, Dwayne Colucci, and Chuck Esposito. Back tomorrow with a big show. Danny Burke up next on Rush Hour on Visa and the Sports Betting Network.